0: The the lines are waving. They're telling me that this that the audio is audioing.
1: Excellent. No mistakes here. We're professionals. We get it right every time.
0: Every hundred percent, every single time.
1: Hundred percent.
0: Good evening, Eric. Good evening, Andrew. How's it going?
1: Good. Good. I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Doing great doing great yeah didn't start any any wars recently did you any diplomatic incidents
1: not as of yet
0: good you're doing you're doing better than half the characters in babylon 5
1: the evening is young my friend there's still time there's still time yeah (laughs) and to you dear listeners oh
0: yeah and you guys
1: welcome to another episode of the podcasting guild welcome welcome with thanks
0: for joining us
1: your host eric and the drill sergeant andrew over there who will give you a good talking to with his writing crop if you step out of line so better watch out
0: with my writing crop uh, <laughs> hi i i'm not even going to pretend to be a drill sergeant that's that's just not what this evening is calling for that energy i have to say the the actor in this episode wasn't really up for it either (laughs) he had some pretty unconvincing maggots you maggots (laughs) didn't hold up didn't hold up but overall this was a fabulous episode i loved it yeah it gopros is that what it was called gopros no
1: not exactly, uh, but we'll run with it. Close it's it up. Gropos.
0: Gropos. So Gropos is short for ground pounders.
1: They're the infantry.
0: They're the infantry. Which, I gotta say, I guess in space you got, you know, maybe people rename all kinds of stuff, but wouldn't these be the marines at the very least?
1: They are marines. It was mentioned in passing that they're the marines.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, m- I missed that.
1: Yeah, it was just mentioned in passing, but they are Marines.
0: I did love the opening because the opening was Ivanova commenting on what a nice, quiet evening it is. <laughs> and then suddenly this troop transport shows up with 25,000 troops on board that all need accommodations. Yes. And that's basically the episode. But I, I love how, like, half, maybe all, A substantial portion of the plot lines in Babylon Five, are at least partly framed as what a hassle it is for Ivanova (laughs) and sometimes Garibaldi to deal with.
1: Their lives just revolve them constantly being put upon by the universe. It's totally true.
0: Yeah,
1: especially Garibaldi. This episode.
0: Poor Garibaldi. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, you know Ivanova has a great you know that that scene where there's just like lines of lines of grunts going in either direction and you know they're they're just like immediately off camera just looping around and going in the other (laughs) line right yeah (laughs) anyway so and who's leading these army folks why it's dr franklin's dad
1: general franklin
0: general franklin Who's kind of a jerk. Yeah.
1: Also, careful not to call them army. Marines and army don't get along. Marines don't get along with a lot of people up here. Is like...
0: I thought they used the word army at some point, but maybe I'm making that up. <laughs> the Marines. The space Marines. Also, hold on. Before we get past it, again, in that opening scene, Ivanova's buddy, whatever, Yeah. is like you know, we're in space, so time doesn't matter. (laughs) And then he's like, time is a meaningless construct anyway. (laughs) Which I have to say, this is a pet peeve of mine. Not to say that it's not a construct, but people act like things that are constructs, like social constructs or whatever, aren't real. (laughs) Which just isn't true. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, it's like money is a social construct. Laws are social constructs. A lot of the most important things in our lives are social constructs. So the fact that time might also be one doesn't make it meaningless. And also, it's on its face not meaningless. Time is incredibly useful. It's It has immense utility <laughs> to say it's Yeah, without time, there's no physics.
1: <laughs> time is required for physics it's called the space-time continuum
0: that's true we've already named shit after it all right okay that means space and time are one thing that's true i mean physics does math with a thing called time and so it 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 sort of in a way has to be real i guess our math doesn't have to be right but (laughs) i mean it is right so it'd be kind of wild anyway yeah so there does really seem to be a thing called time but even if it was even even if it was a totally constructed thing from our brains I, it is not meaningless sir it is not meaningless <laughs> all right
1: i suppose we can give him a pass he's just a comms no, officer
0: we'll not give this a pass <laughs> eric did you bring me on this podcast to give things a pass no. okay Well, as our resident physicist, you are correct. This isn't even like a physics thing. It's just in general. (laughs) People are like, you know, money's not even real, man. It's only real because we all decide it's real. It's like, yeah, that's true of almost everything about your life. (laughs) It doesn't make it less real.
1: Yes. Very true.
0: There's no one who's actually said this to me. So I'm I'm sort of being upset at no one in particular. (laughs) it's just a sentiment Mm -hmm. i see it i see out in the wild out in the interwebs what were we talking about that's right we were on the first scene of babylon 5 we should move on to (laughs) subsequent scenes it's going to be a long night otherwise
1: i mean we could keep talking about metaphysical you know philosophy and and what have you if you like we could totally do that do another podcast on that topic
0: we could i I could (laughs) just rant about why time is important all night. I'm sure our <laughs> listeners would love that. Time is meaningless
1: after all, right? Uh,
0: it's just a me- meaningless construct.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so the troops are going to Babylon 5. And at one point, Sheridan makes a comment hey, you know, we're supposed to be a peaceful diplomatic space station. He was actually responding to being offered weapons. They were going to install weapons. Right. He's like, I don't know if we should install weapons. But I was going to point out, I don't know if using BAB5 as a staging point is also a good idea. If you had like an embassy in another country and you used that embassy <laughs> <laughs> as like a you know, place to launch attacks from... It would really call into question, yeah, <laughs> all of your embassies and diplomatic efforts. Any, anyway.
1: Just thinking of World War II and Switzerland was neutral, if the U.S. staged a bunch of soldiers in their embassy in Switzerland. But yeah, we're just going to go to Germany, don't mind us. Yeah, don't, no,
0: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I agreed with Sheridan's concern at the amount of military presence on the supposedly neutral space station.
1: Yes, Another item about that: a uh, slight geography or topography. What, what do you call it in space? Spaceography?
0: F- oh Question. yeah, I don't know. Cos- <laughs> cosmography.
1: <laughs> cosmography.
0: That sounds good. I'm 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 just like winging it. I'm just making that up, but that yeah. sounds good.
1: So they mentioned that you know, as a cover story, these troops are bound for the Io station. Isn't Io a moon of Jupiter?
0: Yeah. It's a moon of, of one of them, Jupiter, maybe Saturn. So
1: remember. it makes no sense to me why you would use that as a cover story when Babylon 5 is clearly not in the same solar system as Io, and Io isn't in the same solar system as Earth. You know, you, Why would you have them take that roundabout route to get there? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone with a half a brain would know something is going on.
0: Oh, my God. Well, I guess we don't know where they're coming from, do we? I mean i guess not maybe but... if they're coming from way far away but yeah. they're coming out of hyperspace that's gotta be a time killer it's like mm-hmm. oh we've been in hyperspace for eight hours you know we're not supposed to drive when we're sleepy here <laughs> you know here oh look there's a babylon 5 station let's pull over come on let's pull over <laughs> get to rooms for the night yes and, yeah, we'll go on our suicide attack in the morning. Speaking
1: of badly planned military operations in recent history.
0: Yeah, for real. I know this show is ahead of its time. Timeless, whatever you want to call it. Its <laughs> themes really do resonate.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: This is a great episode. So one of the best parts of this episode was Dr. Franklin and his father
1: yeah,
0: I thought they were fabulous together.
1: It was a great casting with the, the general there. It was well, good chemistry between them.
0: Great chemistry, and they're you know totally in character together and apart. Right? They they are they act like yeah. the same person when they're t- together as they do in all their other scenes with other people. Yep. And so the conflict and tension between them just seems so organic, and so I don't know, convincing. I thought it was a great. Mm-hmm contentious father son yeah chemistry i i agree with your wording yeah. and i was sure they were gonna kill him i was so sure of it turns out they kill everyone else but spoiler alert but i was yeah. like oh my god they're gonna kill him. i knew they were gonna kill garibaldi's girl garibaldi's love is a death sentence yeah you don't want to be the romantic <laughs> don't take
1: garibaldi do not date Garibaldi. <laughs> yeah, best
0: case scenario, you survive a bloody coup slash civil war. Barely. Barely. Yeah. And then get to explain to your ex that you're with someone and you're like having his kids <laughs> and Yeah. Thanks for calling though. That was so awkward. Man, Garibaldi. <laughs> why are you calling your exes?
1: Seriously. But you got to feel for Garibaldi. I mean, oh, I do feel the guy's clearly going through stuff. Still, he needs to see a the therapist, honestly.
0: I feel like <laughs> what he what does need to through. see a therapist, and also that yeah. grunt that he was seducing for the, or, you know, seducing him, whatever. The lady, yeah, did not handle Dodgers her name. His Dodger did not handle its vulnerable moment well at all.
1: Yeah, that's true. And but to be fair. One does not typically dump all that onto someone on the first date.
0: <laughs> you know, that's fair. That's fair. And I did love how her reaction, she didn't say this, but made clear, like, Garibaldi, it's not all about you, man. Like, right. Right. Like, I wasn't just here. You know, I had my own my own reasons for being here, which I... I have needs, too. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, you're going to have to help me out, Eric. I've had, I've had a yeah. little bit of, to drink tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah. So she set the scene here. So the reason all these troops all of a sudden showed up at Battle on five is because the U S oh, sorry. Earth force decided to go and involve itself in another expeditionary attack someplace to prop up another government from a,
0: yeah. Exactly. quote
1: unquote rebellion
0: and your Freudian slip is appropriate because it was very <laughs> very like especially in the late 90s or mid 90s it yes. definitely rang true to the US their worldview, and it's like look we're just going to go in real quick it's going to be a super quick we're just going to take out their headquarters lickety split and it's just going to be in and out quick 20 minutes <laughs> Uh, easy peasy peasy. lemon squeezy 20 minute adventure all right
1: yeah a coffee and cake run as they put it
0: that's exactly what it was and sheridan was like hey it's not gonna be a cakewalk and also what kind of you know stupid futuristic rebels are all in one fortress that's not how right insurgencies roll and stuff right like yeah 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 you can't just go and find it.
1: So you know what this is going to lead to is an occupation, and lots of people on the ground. You know, lots of unnecessary deaths, and all of these other things. And of course, all the locals are going to hate us because they don't want us there, and the government that we're propping up is probably an unpopular government, which is why there's a rebellion in the first place. And you know the story yeah you read about in the headlines well you don't know maybe
0: these people were rebels because the the governing body was just so competent and beloved oh of course and they were like bored (laughs) you know it's probably something like that
1: there's not enough poverty in this country yeah this planet exactly we need more of it
0: exactly
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're doing too good at your jobs i want
0: you out (laughs) it's just it's just been a while since we had anything really to complain about so yeah here we go yeah (laughs) no agreed probably not gonna go well doesn't seem like a wise decision i guess it does definitely make sense because the story has so far heavily implied that the vice president is a straight-up villain Mm -hmm. and probably had the old president killed and assassinated right or at the very least knew it was going to happen ahead of time Mm -hmm. so for a character like that being heavy-handed with military intervention definitely seems in character
1: yeah as a way of also putting his troops in place because it's right on the border of the Narn Centauri conflict and so he's gonna go on there and pick up the pieces and maybe gain some additional territory
0: Oh or something along, those lines. So, something along
1: those lines yeah you know like a good game was to large right you see your allies fighting it out you're gonna just position a few ships over there don't mind us and then when they, they aren't looking to you know, steal some, some territory or something
0: like that <laughs> you snake in the grass you <laughs> oh devious I would never do oh, such a thing you can get
1: a special shroud bomb favorite thing of the world right right there
0: you're a maniac maybe i think you're the bad guy eric i don't know maybe it sounds like some, i could be i don't know who's the bad guy in the centauri the centauri's are for sure right i mean centauri's are the bad they guys. had the actual mm-hmm. space devil go and attack them twice not just once but right. twice two two space devil fleets mm mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but you have to remember the series started with the Narns attacking the Centauri, so fair is fair. Are they good too? Who knows? Oh, well, that's true. The world is gray.
0: That's true. They Ragesh, three.
1: Yeah, Ragesh three.
0: Look at me. I'm like an encyclopedia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, we're we're not we're not making efficient progress through this episode. <laughs> uh, but right, you are. Okay, so. They're going to do this secret military intervention. That's why no one knows about it. But you know who does know about it is the general. And also Garibaldi, Ivanova, and Sheridan because the general tells them. And then he's like, and don't tell anybody else. And at different points in the episode, all of them are tempted to tell people. And none of them are good at concealing it. Oh, they're terrible. They have the worst poker faces. Yeah, that scene with Ivanova and Franklin where Franklin's like mm-hmm. asking her for, for advice and she's like, talk to your father before it's too late. He's like <laughs> Where are they going?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <And> I, <laughs> I don't know. That was pretty uh astute, I guess, of of Franklin. Mm-hmm. He really read Ivanova yeah. like a book.
1: Well, Ivanova being a good co-worker buddy there and talking to Franklin after he has a fight with his dad which is nice of her
0: but then his dad didn't die which was shocking I, I really thought they were setting it up for
1: did a bit of a head fake there
0: a little switcheroonie they're like no everyone yeah. else died everyone else that you meet <laughs> the skin hen antagonist that keeps starting fights the nice ones that you like the lady yeah. the, the, the the female one All of them die, (laughs) except the general.
1: Yeah, don't get too attached, people. Don't
0: get too attached.
1: This world doesn't have good endings for everyone.
0: Yeah, this was a pretty dark episode in that way. It was like, yeah, war sucks, which, true facts, I support that message. And I think it was important for a show like this because the effects aren't that good. And so the violence is a bit cartoony it's not terribly graphic or anything so sure. i think having an episode sort of where at least the ending bit is sort of focused on the somber reality of violence
1: right yeah the human costs of war
0: yeah it it fits the tone of the show i think really well yeah. instead of just because
1: yeah, you you get to like the characters that are bunking with Keffer, which is the pilot guy and of course you, you gotta like dodger who is macking garibaldi there yeah. Especially when she comments on his nice butt.
0: True. Dodger was just a very likable character in general, outside of being Garibaldi's love interest. She just was always mm-hmm. always had funny little comments. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. So listen. Right at the end of this episode, they're watching the attack on the view screen. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're flying with these ships all around it and zoom, 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 right? look you're in a spaceship you're in space you're in space above a planet you're untouchable Mm. as far as this little fortress is concerned drop things on it drop things on it
1: (laughs) (laughs) there are conventions against that sort of thing andrew i'll have you know
0: are there are there conventions yes
1: you cannot drop things on random planets this is is this a random
0: planet or is this a planet that you're attacking with (laughs) with with your military
1: well if you look at the ship that was escorting the troop transports that thing had really big guns on it
0: (laughs) yeah shoot those from space is what i'm saying why would you fly right up to the front door and just be like hi please shoot down a bunch of my helicopter thingies <laughs> shoot it from space right
1: they were trying to avoid unnecessary casualties of the bad guys i think
0: oh, i don't know well that okay well fair enough that's very generous of them
1: you know maybe there's a little town next to that that giant fortress and you know like you're right don't want to blow
0: it up. You're right about that. and
1: My big cannon might blow up the entire continent. I don't maybe know. They, maybe maybe they were
0: sending in twenty five thousand ground infantry units <laughs> <laughs> in a precision yeah, exactly. strike. Yeah.
1: Precision strike. Precision. precision just a tiny little precision operation.
0: Yep. With twenty five thousand ground troops,
1: you get twenty five thousand drop pods dropping on top of them. They won't I even mean, know I they guess, were there.
0: You know, I guess Desert Storm had happened just a few years before this, which kind of was that, wasn't it? It was like a couple tens of thousands. And then, you know we were Desert in, Storm we was were, better we planned. Out, you know, S- Saddam, you're an asshole. Blah, blah, blah. Great, great success. This is how it's going to yeah. go every time.
1: Desert Storm was a bit better planned than this mission. They hadn't completed the plan before they got to Babylon Five. <laughs> They were still planning. No, it's
0: true. It was all pretty slapdash. And, like, you know, on the one hand, I get the need for secrecy, which, by the way, hey, maybe if there's a need for secrecy, why are you lodging where there's literally representatives from all the people you're trying to keep this secret right. from?
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like they expected all these people to die because, like, they didn't have any sort of logistics chain planned for them.
1: Kind of like some other recent invasions we've heard about and in true, the news. True
0: facts. <laughs> true facts. Yeah. This is being recorded in 2023. In case you're <laughs> listening in, like, 20 years and like, wait, which poorly planned invasion? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many of them. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So you're right. There's probably good reasons that they didn't just blow it up from space.
1: Yeah. At least reasons you could reasonably come up with. But whether those were the yeah. actual reasons, who knows? I mean,
0: you're right. You're right. Yeah. Maybe there's something so. nefarious going on. Yeah. I do love how Babylon 5 is like making the rounds and. Making sure that everyone's relationship with their father either improves <laughs> or is cut short by death. <laughs>
1: yeah, They're giving a lot of uh, character development to the various characters and their fathers, just like good.
0: specifically and their the fathers. fathers. Yeah, uh, we saw Ivanova and her dad. Who else? Maybe Ivanova and her dad just really stuck out to me.
1: Well, Garibaldi's talked about his dad a few times, particularly around the uh, yeah the pasta stuff he made.
0: True. Yeah, yeah you're episode. right. Garibaldi's these mentioned his dad. I guess we got Ivanova's dad twice. That was a two for. Her. Yeah. And how could I neglect to mention till now this episode also really rung the bell for someone shows up outranking Captain you know, the commander <laughs> of Bab five and starts yeah. barking orders.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A classic, classic Bab Five trope.
1: Yeah. I'd love to and- see it what military science fiction show wouldn't have random bar fights and random fights involving xenophobic assholes getting beat up yeah and and that sort of stuff (laughs)
0: agreed well there's even a scene there where someone i don't remember sheridan maybe is like close off all the party areas especially the
1: colorful spots colorful
0: spots and garibaldi's like i already did and then later in the episode, yeah. there's that big fight in the casino. It's like Garibaldi. <laughs> what did you think he was asking you to do? Because I feel like the casino would be the <laughs> would be first on my list. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that in the strip club.
0: <laughs> that and the strip club, that in the strip club, where again you have firsthand knowledge of human trafficking taking place. Can you deal mm-hmm. with that, please?
1: let's get on a garibaldi let's
0: get on it garibaldi what else happened this episode
1: i mean there was those two bar fights the first one great
0: some great bar fights yeah
1: yeah the first one where dodger saves ambassador to from xenophobic asshole marine guy who showing some of the repercussions of dylan's transition she is now insulting humans on top of mimbari so she's insulting everyone by the way she looks and almost gets in a fight but dodger saves her
0: which i thought was a very insightful little moment there showcasing the diversity of opinion (laughs) that may exist (laughs) because you know really everyone on the main cast is pretty a-okay with right coexisting with all these aliens Mm -hmm. so i thought that was a little like you know you live in a bubble garibaldi and sheridan and Ivanova, like you know
1: <laughs> Even General Franklin was a bit xenophobic too when he was talking to uh, Dr. Franklin. He was like, Think about your people first. Think about humanity first. He, yeah. Very much a, uh, a 40K mindset.
0: <laughs> agreed. Agreed. I guess if your job was to fly through space in a giant metal box and like fight whatever the metal box was pointed at, maybe that's right. the ethos yeah. you have to have. maybe Uh, maybe maybe. i don't know maybe not maybe i'm not giving him enough credit uh but (laughs) yeah you're right that xenophobic attitude seemed pretty prevalent amongst the ground pounders indeed Indeed. yeah two different bar fights right you are
1: yep then you have obviously the little relationship with Garibaldi and dodger going on a little date i liked how when uh dodger came and found him when he was doing security work with officer welsh welsh was like oh uh, i got you covered boss yeah (laughs) he's being good wingman there you go have fun with with dodger
0: yeah yeah that was a nice moment and i thought it was cute when he was trying to delay (laughs) delay things back in his bedroom and was like calling him up he's like how's everything going (laughs) it's like oh yeah pretty quiet boss everyone's going to bed (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: you see a guy getting carried out
0: which wasn't true by the way because it was after that that a big fight broke out so clearly yeah, another big fight was broke not out. going to bed.
1: <laughs> and then you had the little d storyline with Keffer and his bunk mates two ground pounders talking and chatting up and that sort of stuff talking war stories oh yeah
0: becoming friends is that a character you call them kefir is he yeah he's the he's a fighter pilot okay he's shown up before yeah and i've been like who is that
1: if you remember early in the season he was the one random guy that was hanging out with franklin and ivanova in the bar he's
0: like your cousin's boyfriend that keeps showing up in family (laughs) pictures and you're like who is that though but who is that that's someone he's supposed to be in the picture right oh okay all right Mm -hmm. we're supposed to know him okay cool 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 that's that's this guy
1: the uh channel executives insisted that there'd be a fighter pilot character <laughs> so he threw one in
0: was this was this right when top Gun came out or something
1: something like, like you gotta that have a fighter
0: pilot <laughs> yeah how many scenes of fighter planes are there just don't worry about it we need a fighter pilot
1: <laughs> need a fighter pilot but we're a diplomatic space station
0: <laughs> yep exactly with a fighter pilot Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then you have the giant bar fight later on, which, fun fight that it was. It is kind of silly seeing Marines doing spinning back heel kicks and <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: backflips off of things. It was, it was like, very... that's not how Marines fight. <laughs> but it was fun. But that's not the, how these they fight.
0: Marines came right off the set of everyone's kung fu fighting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: and then on top of that the pilots were doing it too
0: <laughs> i did love oh who was it at, at the very start of the fight whoever takes down the first guy was it garibaldi was it yeah it might have been garibaldi and then he turns to his buddies and gives them a thumbs up before getting you know cracked over that oh head. yeah that was keffer he
1: got cracked oh that over was
0: keffer thank bottle. you yes that was Kefir. Yeah. he's like yeah
1: i did it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Because his two bunkmates, one of them is this huge guy. He's going to step in in front of him to take care of him. But Kevin's like, no, I got it. I'm, I'm okay. the little pilot guy, yeah. but I can handle myself. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, which he does. He takes that guy down. And then instead of realizing that he just started a massive brawl, <laughs> he like turns back to his to the giant guy is like, look. <laughs> I love that one. It was a fun little moment.
1: Yeah, and I like how everyone's fighting everyone. It wasn't the pilots versus the Marines. It was just everyone fighting everyone. There was no sides there.
0: Yeah, agreed. <laughs> they were just having a bit of fun. Yeah. <laughs> which is good, because then they all died the next day. They, they all spoiler, died. Yeah. Spoiler alert.
1: Yeah. Garibaldi and Dodger almost had fun that night, but Garibaldi backed out because he's still traumatized and suffering from PTSD from his last relationships, which, understandable, but... Again, probably not a good idea to bring that up on a, on a first date. Just saying. Just saying.
0: Yeah, true facts. True facts. Although, <laughs> if you if things get as far as they did, I think you do have to come up with some kind of explanation, right? Sure, to, to sure. To hit the brakes. I guess you don't have to.
1: But to tell them about your ex-wife that you're still pining over and is married with someone else's kids and how you called her up and giving her the <laughs> that's whole story. True. That's a bit much to lay <laughs> that's on somewhere. True. <laughs>
0: i'm withdrawing consent and let me list the reasons why yeah x yeah. the first <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. love how we described at least two separate x's <laughs> yeah i know in that speech Be
1: careful man
0: bro uh, bro yeah all in all though I, I like this episode i really like we haven't talked about it too much but the franklins franklin yeah senior and franklin jr they had an awesome, awesome chemistry. Their sort of disagreements and worldviews made perfect sense. And Mm -hmm. it's true. Dr. Franklin is aggressively dedicated to helping things and healing things. Yeah, like
1: how Sheridan was like, yeah, he will break the rules to fix things and heal people. He doesn't care.
0: Oh, yeah. Which is great that the show called that out because it's something I've noticed is that there's not a single rule that franklin will stick to if the alternative is doing anything that might help someone it's really gotten him in trouble remember that kid he got murdered oh my (laughs) god you keep coming back to that episode (laughs) yeah that one scarred me man (laughs) and also dr franklin maybe you should reevaluate why the rules you're choosing to break are in place. Maybe they're dumb rules mm-hmm. that serve no purpose but maybe some of them make sense and you should maybe stop breaking the rules all the time to <laughs> administer quote unquote medical procedures and medicinal forehead pets
1: medicinal forehead pets, I mean could have saved the Centauri Emperor could have done it
0: <laughs> he could have done it there was so much forehead there too <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh my god, the Centauri have a lot of forehead. He he could have stroked that forehead all That's day. That's insane. Anyway.
1: It like amplifies the power, We're
0: right? Getting a little silly here. <laughs> I guess the Franklins, there's nothing too funny there. Like it's pretty serious their disagreement. Mm-hmm. And I love how even when the doctor is trying to extend an olive branch, his dad's still like he's like i'm sorry for what i say he's like i didn't raise someone who would say things they're sorry for i'm like holy crap yeah
1: (laughs) and sheridan's in the background awkwardly twiddling his thumbs while they're arguing. yeah
0: oh my god it just be like all right dad all right go have fun (laughs) have fun storming the castle (laughs) (laughs) well princess bride quote for y'all
1: well fortunately dr franklin doesn't have to go up to the rebel leaders and talk about how they killed his father and he's dr franklin prepared to die intense yeah. prepared to die yeah so fortunately, he doesn't have to do that but garibaldi unfortunately does because as you pointed out dodger and the other ground pounders don't make it garibaldi gets one yeah. last kiss before she Beautiful.
0: leaves I feel like the writers had a whole bunch of noir backstory options for Garibaldi. Oh, yeah. They're like, which one do we choose? And they're like, fuck it. We're going to do all of them. All of them. We're (laughs) going to give them like a bunch of love interests and we're just going to kill them or have them start a family with another man, which is basically death. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Poor Garibaldi, man. God help anyone that he... Becomes
1: romantically involved (laughs) with, and hopefully you're not related to Talia at the same time, because then you just got the the double whammy right there. Oh my lord! You're not gonna make it to the first commercial break.
0: You're absolutely doomed. Yeah, if you're like an old buddy of Talia's and a love interest of Garibaldi's, (laughs) I mean, it's like getting the black mark of death in Treasure Island. Seriously
1: it's like oh that person didn't even make it to the starting credits of the show and they're dead <laughs>
0: and they're dead and they're dead and you're a mentor you're mentoring <laughs> someone yeah exactly. i thought yeah. this was a great episode though and it was interesting after the last episode which so heavily focused on this main axis of tension between jakar and londo they mm. did not appear at all in this episode. Yeah. They were referenced like basically there was this sense that everything was different now that they were at war. Or they're
1: not even talking to each other. The
0: Narn and the Centauri. Yeah. They're yep. not on speaking terms. <laughs> I'm sure that'll that'll work out. Work itself out. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, it'll yeah, be fine. It'll definitely work it'll itself fine. out.
1: But no longer are the clouds of war on the horizon. They are. Um, amongst us now they are upon us oh
0: my oh my i'm excited i think i mean i'm hoping we're gonna get some great cgi space battles
1: oh i mean it's we better kind of sort of maybe not foreshadowing that balbon 5 also got a whole bunch more weapons
0: <laughs> that's true yeah they they mentioned the weapons and they like show them being installed they definitely wouldn't do that and if they also didn't license. mention
1: that those weapons would be enough to take on a battleship two or three times in the episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wonder if some kind of battleship is going to approach
1: who knows? in the future.
0: Who knows? Who can say?
1: We don't know. We are just going to sit here and not mention anything. <laughs>
0: not any, any, Anything to add?
1: No, I think we covered all the, the main points there, but uh, who was your, your favorite character this episode?
0: What a great question! I I love General Franklin. I thought he was excellent. Yeah. I mean, he was a jerk, but he was so he was such a believable jerk, you know. <laughs> and like he was xenophobic, I didn't love him because of that. I didn't love his. You should only care about your own. But I don't know. I just loved every scene he was in. And yeah, yeah he definitely took up all the air in the room in every scene he was in and franklin jr can be kind of a little prat so it was nice to watch someone yeah. chew him out <laughs> so put him in
1: his face a little exactly. bit
0: <laughs> exactly how about you eric who's your favorite
1: i think uh general franklin's up there i like the uh the little guest starring of dodger she was a fun character. Good
0: job dodger was great yeah I yeah that. dodger was great
1: but man you gotta feel for Garibaldi just got this guy's been put through the ringer too do,
0: you, you do it's like yeah. yeah you do gotta feel for your worldie. i love how he even mentioned that he like got shot and almost died he's just like look yeah. been through a lot and she's just like i'm trying to get laid man what the hell are you doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah although at the very end there if sheridan had been pressing charges on the people that, that got in the bar fight he would have had to, to keep them in the brig so maybe she could have survived but sheridan didn't oh, press charges what a
0: thought what an interesting thought yeah. yeah
1: what if she had survived and her and garibaldi hooked up and lived happily ever after but i guess there's no such thing for garibaldi at least not in this episode
0: oh poor garbear yeah oh, garbear <laughs> he will find someone i'm sure of it The show just wouldn't feel right if he didn't find (laughs) find his special someone.
1: Or maybe he will become the big bad. Who knows? I
0: feel like Babylon 5 is just how I met your mother, but for Garibaldi.
1: (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, before we wrap up today's episode, a quick aside over to Science Court. I'm escaping to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Space! And we have returned to Science Corner. Welcome. In today's installment of Science Corner, the James Webb Telescope has captured an image of a star on the verge of supernova which is the first time this has ever been seen which is really cool
0: that is cool i didn't know i i wasn't following this one tell me yeah, tell me all yeah. about it eric so
1: a couple of days ago
0: how on the verge
1: infrared observations has seen a star dying 15,000 light years away
0: that's quite far
1: yeah Quite far. Very far
0: to see a single so. star. Yeah.
1: But basically, it's like off gassing, I guess, some items that theoretical models have said would you would expect to see as a star is being transitioned into a supernova oh, phase. Interesting. Uh, from that standpoint. So I don't know that they have the exact information in terms of tell how long it's going to be before it happens, but it's something that their uh, theoretical models have said should be occurring in the lead up to a to a supernova well that's very
0: exciting they get to test their models then Mm -hmm. awesome
1: and the star is 30 times as massive as our sun which makes sense because you got to be a really big star to go supernova
0: it's true our
1: sun will not go supernova it will become a red giant and then streak down to a white dwarf if i recall correctly
0: i think you're right although i mean just because it won't go supernova like the red giant will encompass all of the inner planets including Earth. So Yes, I think they say more... it
1: will go up to like Saturn's orbit or something
0: like so that. So it's gonna be a bad time. <laughs> but... <Yeah. laughs> but look, we got a couple years till that happens. Yeah, you know. Couple two, three million <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Probably more more like a couple two, three billion.
1: Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I thought that was cool that we have now seen evidence of uh, starring like a pre-supernova state which
0: is cool that's very neat so, yeah. that's very cool yeah i'm so it's so exciting that the james webb telescope is out there and like hopefully we're going to be getting cool images for decades and decades how long was the hubble <laughs> like the telescope for right forever
1: like at least 30 years because it was launched in the 90s wasn't it
0: i think so yeah that sounds about right
1: 80s, early 90s yeah
0: So, yeah, 30 years. Yeah, it's going to be so cool to see all the things we get out of this. Mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing, Eric and Tim Curry.
1: Tim Curry. A special thanks to our good friend.
0: Our old science corner friend, Mr. Curry. Mm
1: -hmm. Yep. So, that's our science corner. And that, friends, brings us to the conclusion of today's episode. Production note, our next episode that we will be watching is all alone in the night doesn't sound scary at all
0: no it sounds like it'll be an upbeat one
1: definitely very upbeat yeah yeah like a a song from gloria Estefan or something like that
0: sound Machine. <laughs> there you go exactly i was thinking maybe the flame enough lips. to get that
1: reference well done <laughs> yeah all right yeah so that's our next episode keep your ears perked for that folks uh, we will be coming back through your earbuds or earphones or your speakers and not do this in a not too distant future we'll be making and our then,
0: into your ear holes
1: any last words from you <laughs>
0: yeah mm-hmm. good eating to you
1: a good eating to you too
0: hold on you might you might have to edit this part out because we're putting my dog in the kettle right now he was chasing cats and he's also gonna eat his kettle (laughs) so there's probably a lot of noise behind me I'm sorry about that
1: (laughs) no problem we'll work around it it's fine
0: it is fine alright (laughs) <laughs> is it hard to edit stuff out? Is it a huge pain? Not too bad.
1: Not too this is going to be part of the
0: episode. Is This is just going to be part of the episode.
1: Yeah, people like the down-home nature of our podcast. They feel like we're, they're part of the family, right? They're right here with us.
0: <laughs> uh, well, for the folks at home, that's my dog. He likes to flip over his food bowl and then eat the kibble <laughs> off the floor. <laughs> excellent choice <laughs> yeah. good boy good boy we'll do this at like one in the morning if there's <laughs> any food left in this bowl so obnoxious I love this dog <laughs> he is so obnoxious
1: yep dogs can be that way Mine does that when she doesn't like the food. She'll just like knock over the bowl. She's like, "This is not good enough for me. I think I'm not eating it." You
0: know, he doesn't love his bowl, but it's it's because it's not like treats or wet food. Sure. Or yeah. He knows there's better things out there in the world, and he. <laughs> Are you done? Can I let you out now? Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I think I think I'm about ready. Although he, there might still be some dog noises.
1: <laughs> no problem.